Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. This is a show where we discuss SpaceX, NASA, and spaceflight. I'm your host, Will Walden. Today, we're going to be talking about astronomy. And in the vast expanse of the universe, there lies a peculiar anomaly within the realm of exoplanetary science. Despite the discovery and cataloging of over 5,000 exoplanets by various space agencies, a notable absence of exoplanets with diameters between 1.5 and 2 times that of Earth has puzzled scientists. A recent study utilizing data from the retired Kepler Space Telescope offers an intriguing explanation for the size gap, suggesting a process where the cores of these planets might be expelling their atmospheres from the inside. Now, we have to talk about two things here, super-Earths and sub-Neptunes before we continue. Now, super-Earths are a class of exoplanets that are larger than Earth, but smaller than Uranus and Neptune. Their sizes typically range from Earth's diameter up to around 1.5 times larger. And these planets can be either rocky like Earth, or composed of a significant amount of water or gas. But they lack the extensive gaseous envelopes that characterize the larger gas giants. And super-Earths are intriguing because of their potential to harbor life as some could have conditions similar to Earth, depending on their composition and their distance from their star. Now, sub-Neptunes, on the other hand, are slightly larger, with diameters ranging up to about twice that of Earth. They're often characterized by thicker gaseous envelopes compared to super-Earths, making them more akin to many versions of Neptune or Uranus. And this gaseous layer typically consists of hydrogen and helium, remnants from the planet's formation. Now, sub-Neptunes are particularly interesting because their size and composition suggest they occupy a transitional space between terrestrial planets like Earth and larger gas giants. And the crux of this study coming up by Christensen and the team revolves around these two categories of exoplanets. The research suggests that sub-Neptunes may be losing their atmospheres due to core-powered mass loss, causing them to shrink in size and potentially transition into super-Earths. The crux of this mystery lies in the size range between super-Earths and sub-Neptunes. And prior research indicates that sub-Neptunes are prone to losing their atmospheres, especially if they lack the necessary mass to maintain a strong gravitational hold. And if sub-Neptunes do indeed shed their atmospheres due to insufficient mass, they would naturally diminish in size to become comparable to super-Earths, thereby creating the observed gap. Now, the study led by Jesse Christensen of Caltech, who also serves as a science lead for NASA's Exoplanet Archive, 
explores the mechanisms behind this atmospheric loss. Two primary theories have been posited, core-powered mass loss and photoevaporation. Christensen's research provides evidence supporting the former core-powered mass loss. Now, core-powered mass loss occurs when a planet's hot core emits radiation that gradually dissipates the atmosphere. This contrasts with photoevaporation, which involves the radiation from a star, such as solar winds and solar flares, stripping away the atmosphere of its orbiting exoplanet. Christensen's team relied on data from NASA's K2 mission, an extension of the Kepler mission. They focused on the star clusters Presepe and Hyades, aged 600 million to 800 million years, to determine the prevalence of atmospheric loss mechanisms. And since these exoplanets are considered young enough to have avoided core-powered mass loss, but old enough to have potentially experienced photoevaporation, their current state could indicate which process is more influential. The findings were revealing. Most stars in these clusters still had sub-Neptunes or other atmospheric exoplanets in orbit. And unlike older stars observed by K2, where only a quarter had sub-Neptunes, this discrepancy suggested that photoevaporation was not a significant factor in these younger systems, pointing towards core-powered mass loss as the primary mechanism for atmospheric loss in sub-Neptunes. Now, compiling this data was a rigorous task, taking over five years to create the necessary catalog of exoplanets. And while the study sheds light on the size gap in atmospheric loss, it also opens avenues for further research into the dynamics of exoplanetary atmospheres and their evolutionary processes. Upcoming studies are expected to build upon and scrutinize these findings, though, potentially reshaping our understanding of exoplanet formation and the development of planets outside of our solar system. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I really do appreciate your support throughout the years that I've been doing this show. Now, if you want to support us even more, hit the subscribe or the follow button on your podcast platform that you're listening on right now. Helps us out just a little bit. We get a new listener, which is awesome. Welcome to the Flight Club if you hit the subscribe button. We do appreciate you. And if you want to help more, go to patreon.com slash stage zero, S-T-A-G-E-Z-E-R-O. And you can help us out over there and support our show. And we have a lot of Patreon supporters that continue to support us throughout the months. So without you, we couldn't do it. So thank you for that. Also, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, StarshipShirts.com. If you want to get Starship inspired and SpaceX inspired and NASA inspired gear, go over there, StarshipShirts.com and pick yourself up a t-shirt, any size, they ship anywhere and they're printed just for you. Also, every episode of the show is about 10 minutes or under. We post every single day. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get all the latest news from NASA, SpaceX, and other spaceflight companies. Please take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you tomorrow.